Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. All right. brand name, like Pepsi, that's a brand name, I stand behind it, I guarantee it, they know that, even if they don't know me any more than they know the, the, the chairman of General Mills, <laughs> what I'm talking about is, when you chop my dough down, one, two, three, four, five percent, and then you call it Blue Magic, that is trademark infringement, you understand what I'm saying? All right, all right, y'all. I'm here. It's your girl, D. Scott, and tonight's show is called Case of the Exes. It is Manic Monday, March 28, 2016, 10.01 p.m. to be exact. I actually was on time today. So I, I have to catch up, of course, like I tell y'all, on all my Ratchet TV. Shout out to my boy, Robert, for being on my show last week, and then we had Saladin on the show. I've kind of been in a a, a bit of a mourning state because I don't, I tell people all the time I don't remember too many dates, you know, but I remember people's birthdays and Christmas and holidays. And so, you know, my mom's been gone now to be going on three years next month. So March and April is a difficult time for my family because we have Easter, all the birthdays, you know, my brother Michael, David, my son's birthday, my god sister's birthday, my mom's birthday, you know, all those things pass. And definite shout out um, to the family of Fife Dog. He passed away suddenly at age 45 of uh, diabetic uh, uh, ramifications, and um, he died the same day as my mom's birthday, which is why I did not publicly come out and post all these pictures of, you know what I mean, things that had to do with the Tribe Called Quest, because I'm in my own little funk, and if you guys are following me on Instagram, I'm at miss.d.scott, you'll notice I posted a lot less um, than I usually do, you know, a lot less selfies, a lot less, because right now I don't really feel like being seen. I don't want to be, I ain't ugly, but I just, you know, I don't want to be seen. I'm kind of to myself right now and just kind of taking it easy and resting because I have a blockbuster summer coming up. I was just telling my homegirl the other day, I was tired of adulting, which is, I'm going to have to put that in the dictionary, adulting, where I have to do and make grown-up ass decisions by myself. And so, Tonight's show is about the case of the exes, and Cardi B said something, and it's so funny because I have said this a million times on this show about some of the knowledge that we get from our elders, my mother in particular, where she used to tell me, you know, don't warn these bitches. Don't warn them. You know, nope, he was nice as pie. He was my best friend, whatever. Things just didn't work out. Let her figure it out on her own because the next woman always thinks that she can do things better than you or she can get him to change quicker than you or she can get him to do things that you couldn't do. And that very well may be true, but I'm still waiting because this shit has never happened in the history of niggerdom. Okay, if if I couldn't fuck with a motherfucker and I am impatient and patient at the same time, I'm a host of contradictions, but at the same time, I'm a good woman. You know, I'm loyal. So I'll work with you for as much as I can. But as I get to a certain place and Helen Mirren, the woman that played uh, Queen Elizabeth, and she's the, the older white woman she played in red. She's a, I think she's Academy Award winning actress. She also won some Oscars, things like that. Helen Mirren at uh, 
as well as uh, what's our girl's name that was in uh, August of Osage County, Meryl Streep. They both had quotes on getting older, and although I am not 60 years old, I'm not 50, I'm not yet even 41, you know, there are certain things that you just don't tolerate anymore. And so I didn't get the chance to talk about it last week, but I'm going to talk about it today because certain things piss me off a little bit about what's going on in our black community with black men. And so I'm watching Cardi B, and you guys know that I played that clip last week. So I played the clip last week of Cardi B talking about Peter Guns and her saying, like, you know, is is dudes like you, that's why people should get used, and, and, you know, that should get used, and so on and so forth. And a lot of people had things to say about that. Now, here's the shit that I don't like. You guys are coming at Cardi B like she's a... um a feminist. And I kind of, you know, you guys, you guys got to pick a struggle. You can't say like she's a feminist just because she chooses to walk around naked and also fuck freely whoever she wants to. Cause sometimes we call that being a hoe. I mean, you, you can't sugarcoat the shit. You can't say that Amber Rose is this great feminist because although I like how she came to the defense of Kim Kardashian um, about taking the, the nude photo and about women beating up on other women. And, you know, I, I too have been guilty of that, but I, I'm going to call a spade a spade. You know what I'm saying? You can, you don't get to turn around and say like, Oh, you know, now, now I'm a feminist, you know, and these are the titles that people, People are giving to other people, and unfortunately, you know, you can't do that. Um, being a feminist is, is not about you being able to sleep with who you want to sleep with and, you know what I'm saying, do whatever the fuck you want to do because then you can't call yourself ladylike. I mean, I don't understand why people are, are, are calling it that. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to get to um, – I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to play that clip back. I want to play that clip back for y'all before I get into what happened and what I saw today because it kind of made me a little bit sick because it was almost like every single person on that show, on the reunion show of Love and Hip Hop, was just utterly, just ridiculously, it just it made me sick to my stomach. But let's get to the, the clip that I played last week for uh, Cardi B and Peter Guns. You want, you want some of this ass? You want some of this I want some money. That's uh, that's that's holy. That's that's not because sometimes no, I don't, I don't got no, 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 to get guys' ass to get what I want from them. Let me speak. No, that's not what she's saying. What she's I'm saying is if, saying I, if I with a and you, you want to lay down with me, you don't want me to have somewhere to wash my ass? You don't want me to have somewhere to lay down? When I, I guess what I'm trying but to it's say. It's okay for the first thing for you to ask some chick for some ass. Though, I'm right? not asking that's okay. Chick. You got a lot of love from me. You got a lot of everything you wanted from me. So it's like, why can't I get some back? Look what you gave Amina and, and, and Tyra. Babies, and that's it. No, not that's not it. I'm Are you paying okay? both of their rent? Yes. We you know you're not rent. paying their rent. <laughs> he pays his part. Amina, he pays his part. Do you know me? I see what I see on TV, and men like you are the type of men that I be talking about. You need to get from these guys what you want. You get <laughs> out of both of them. And what are they getting in return? What are they getting in return? We got love. They we look got, stupid we got love. on TV. You don't know me like that. I don't know if one of them butt shots leak into your bloodstream, but you're being very disrespectful right now. Well, thank God none of your n- is in my bloodstream, because I'll be damned. Oh, so, why is you know who I am. You know who I am. old washed up that be bitches like up and their reputation. She's a talented ass woman, and Cyrus a smart ass woman, and you got them looking dumb on TV. Men like you need to get used. You don't even love yourself. Get get used. I do love myself. Love your wife. Go back to the basement. Love your wife. Love your wife and love your kids. I do love them. I do love them. 
I do love you. Because I'm sure your daughters, how your women should get treated. I do love you. You think that's okay. good? Who are okay. you? You know who I am. And she was telling the truth. So I saw the, the actual version of that today. And so here's here's the part that makes me a little bit sick. So aside from the Peter Gunn situation, because that was a very messy situation, and now his wife is pregnant. After aborting a baby, she's pregnant again. And her and that, what, what y'all men don't seem to understand is it's, it's not about Peter. No, 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 no. It's about the fact each girl is trying to one-up the other girl. And, unfortunately, you don't do that with babies. You don't do that with, you know, what somebody's married, that should be off limits. That's fucking it. Okay, goodbye. So I see that. Then I see the situation with Mendeecees and Yandy. So Mendeecees has a baby's mom, Samantha, uh, who looks a lot like Nelly's girlfriend, uh, Chantel. Um, so he has that. That's little Mendeecee's mom. Then there's Andy has the two kids, and then with the little girl and the little boy, Skyler's the newest baby. And then there's another little boy, I think his name's Amir or something like that, that was had those uh, Yandy's son with Mendeecee's, and this little boy are apparently one year apart, 10 months apart to be exact. So long story short, I see the fact that now we have four children, three babies, mom, only married to one. This is not a positive image. It's also not a positive image when you have Peter Guns on television and now this is his 10th child to his wife who was then the side chick. And the side. I mean, it's too much. So wait a minute. Then I seen something that made me really, really upset, which was the baby's mom. Uh, Samantha had a whole bunch of shit to say, but you didn't say it to Yandy before the show. And unfortunately, we knew that there was an issue with the mother that she had been to prison or whatever for um, robbing a bank, something crazy. But at any rate, you know, the mother gets on the show with the daughter and says to Yandy, instead of saying thank you, because again, like I said, I mean, we can sit here all day long and talk about stepmothers and things like that. My son has a stepmother, but she can't overstep her boundaries because like I said, and I'm going to share this with you, I have my son 52 weeks out the year. I was trying to, you know, get him down to see his dad 48, you know, so I only have him 48 weeks out the year. And then prior to that, since everybody want to talk shit, like they know so much about what's going on in my relationship, my son didn't see his dad for three years. Now, he's been with this woman exactly three years. His little sister is three years old. So you have to understand that as a as a mother, it wasn't my responsibility to take my son down to see his dad, but I did it anyway because he's the most important thing. So what I saw today on the show disgusted me because I'm looking at this woman with so much contempt in her heart for Yandy that she says that she doesn't want her son, which is the oldest boy, Mendeecees, to go see his father in a prison system. Now, this is a little boy that's probably – nine, ten years old, do you know what's going to happen if that little boy doesn't see his father for eight years until he's 18 years old when he's in prison? Like, that's terrible. And then the fact that it's your fault. So that hurt me a little bit because I felt like you're so, again, you men, it's not about you. You're so mad at Yandy because she got the ring or for whatever reason, it might not even be jealousy. It might just be because you think Mendeecees is a fuck boy. It might just be because you feel like he ain't shit. It might be because you cool with the other baby's mother that you claim that, you know, all these things happen and this, that, and the third. But my mom used to always tell me this, nothing brings two people together quicker than the hatred of a third person. So it doesn't matter whether that person is male or female. 
So now you want to get on television, you want to talk all slick and say that Yandy's not a great stepmom, this, that, and the third. Honey, I can give you examples <laughs> of not great stepmoms. I mean, I, I really could. So, when I, you know, coming from my situation that I don't have the typical situation, I am the mom that takes money out of her own pocket to bring her son down there because I won't be able to explain to my child, you know what, mommy can go to Vegas, mommy can go to work in New York City, mommy can go to work in Toronto, mommy can go do do work and do all these, these uh, bookings or whatever it is that I need to do for the book or for the business, but mommy couldn't fly you to Texas. I can't explain that to him. You understand what I'm saying? We can go to Atlanta, we can go to Miami, we could go here, but we couldn't go see dad. So, yeah, I took my own money and brought my son down there last year for his birthday. They arranged a birthday party for my talk. I spoke about that last year on my show. Um, and then, you know, it, it's something that my mother wouldn't have co-signed because she would have been like, you know what, they, they got money to do everything else. Let them figure out how the fuck they're going to get up here and see my grandson. So it's something that I went against my mother's wishes to do, and I'm I'm regretting it, you know, sometimes. However, the the regret won't be on me because I did what I was supposed to do. Anything after that is, is extra. So to see this woman sit up here and say that she doesn't want her son to be around his father and he's in the prison system – and it's a little bit different than the Phaedra and the Apollo situation because those are little boys. You know what I'm saying? They're very young, but I still believe that they need their father. All little boys need their fathers. All little girls need their fathers, fathers and vice versa. So to see this hatred and contempt, I really want you men to understand it's not about you. You know, so then she's like, well, I have to think about it. But you wasn't saying that shit when Mendeecees was out of jail. You understand what I'm saying? You wasn't saying that when he was coming by. And these are children. You know, that's several children. Look, They look nice. They look like they're clean. They look like they're well-fed, like they're well-entertained. The house seems clean. You know, so it doesn't matter the amount of money. It just matters that the kids are taken care of. Now, I can't say the same for Tyra and her children, you know, that you see. With, now, I know that Amina's taking care of her child, but Amina been had money because y'all keep forgetting she was already in a group. So then you see Papoose speak up, which I was proud of him for that, you know, and Remy Ma just recently got out of prison. She was in jail for seven years. Yeah. We on the mail back again tonight because I need to tell y'all some things. So Papoose says, you do understand that the prison system was designed to keep men away from their children. You know, and she's like, so what? I don't care. And what a lot of women don't understand is that you're not hurting you know, you're you're not hurting the man, you're hurting the child. And that child is going to grow up and hate you if you didn't do everything that you could within your power. I have documentation after documentation after witness after witness that can attest to my son, if it ever got out of control, that I did everything that I was supposed to do to try to help your father, to try to aid and assist him in seeing you, and then mommy just got tired. And then it wasn't mommy's responsibility because mommy had to adult. Mommy had to do some adulting. Because some people, they don't ever want to grow the fuck up, and I'm not one of those people. So then we switch to the uh, situation with DJ Self, which even more made me sick to my stomach. Because here you have him sleeping with three different women. All the, Two of them look exactly alike. Rose and Yorma look similar, you know, look similar with the wigs and things. And then you have Cardi B, which was smart enough to walk the fuck away. Like, nope, we could work together, we could get money, but that's it. So you have three women that were sleeping with this man damn near all at the same time. And you men get very confused when you say, like, oh, we was taking a break. And I write about this all the time when I say, whenever they come to you and they tell you that shit, oh, I'm unsure of what I want to do. No, you sure. You just don't want to lose me. So instead of you just telling the truth, being like, hey, I want to fuck a bunch of people, but I want you to stay around like a dumbass, you're not going to ever say that to me. So then you start sneaking, and then you get caught, and then I leave. And then you men got to get out of the habit of stop blaming women like, well, you must be doing something that every 
every man you with done cheated on you know I just been with a bunch of immature fuck boys. That's really all it is. And what happens is is that you men you get comfortable just like women get comfortable and stop doing the shit that they was doing to get you. You men get comfortable and stop doing the shit that you was doing to keep us. Okay, if your conversation ain't like it was in the beginning, you got to get the fuck on. So let me tell you about the situation that just happened to re- me recently. And I'm going to speak on this. And I, 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 you know, sent him an email to let him know that the show was going on because he always says I never send him an email. So let me tell you something. So I meet this dude a few months back. Everything is cool. And y'all have to remember, I'm single. I do what the fuck I want to do. But most of the time, I'm just working and being a mom. Men don't meet my kid. Men don't come to my house. None of that shit. I deal, dealt with a dude for almost eight years. Motherfucker ain't never been on the inside walls of my house. Ain't never, not even close. He see me with my kid. You ain't allowed to speak to me when I'm with my kid. So long story short, I met this dude. I was all excited about it because he was in the same business um, industry that I was in. And I was very excited about the possibility that we could work together. And then he was a nice-looking cat, real nice-looking cat. But... I started seeing, you know, that he was like the pretty girl in high school that everybody fucking ran through, that everybody got a fucking story about. And just like men, women, we want to feel like we got a prize too. You know, I don't want to feel like when I'm out with you that it's a bunch of bum bitches that are going to be able to come around and tell me what your fucking nutsack look like. I don't want to fucking hear that. I don't want no broad telling me about how you ate her groceries or how you bought her groceries or how, you know, you you don't pay child support. I don't want to fucking hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's true or not, because you're never going to hear no shit like that about me never because I don't shit where I eat so the thing is is that you meet this guy everything's cool and then we have a big blow up because we're both hotheads we're both really attracted to each other and then he later on you know a month or so later after the holidays apologizes so I'm able to sit and have a conversation with you now about you know going forward about investments on my business about certain things going on and he's telling me about his future these are things that I find attractive what I don't find attractive is the fact that you and your 30s still hanging around with fucking 20 something year olds nothing good is going to come from that because Because if somebody was fucking your daughter and they're 10 years older than her, you would have a problem. Pause. So let me get to the funny shit. So after all these dramatic presentations and me hearing this motherfucker's name slandered through the mud, I don't pay no attention to it because I look at it like I'm, I'm looking at the source. And at the same time, he's not that way with me. Pause. So I'm in a business meeting with a young lady, and I'm getting ready to, you know, help her do her book, getting ready to go, so I'm getting ready to help her edit her book. We spoke about this on the show last week, and I was running late because she was running late. So the gentleman has a restaurant or whatever, so he says, well, you know what, come through, whatever. I said, all right, I'll come through. You need me to bring you any water or anything like that? He's like, nah, because he's doing some construction on the building. So I was going to let him use one of my contractors because I'm also going through the renovation process, you know, of, of one of the homes. So... I get there, and I see a little car parked there, and I was like, this looks like a girl's car, but whatever. I could be wrong. It could be somebody else's. So I walk past the window to go knock on the door because it's not open yet. He's still in there, still under construction. And I see this bright pink plastic purse, like something that you would bring to the beach. And all of a sudden, I hear this little girl start screaming like, you know, I would never disrespect you like that. Oh, my fucking God. And she's crying. You know, she's visibly upset, and then I can't, because I can't see her. I'm just knocking on the door. Honey, I got my corporate thug jacket, my zero fucks hat. I don't give a fuck. I'm just knocking on the door like, okay, because I've never been intimate with this man. We've never been in the same room by ourselves, ever. It's always, you know, just business as usual. It could have been maybe perhaps more, but nah. So, because he's messy. And so I'm hearing him restrain this girl. I'm like, I told you to leave, and if you don't leave, I'm going to call the police, because right now this is trespassing. And it's just like... 
if you would do that to somebody that probably just gave you a blowjob like 20 minutes ago, then what the fuck would you do to me? And these are things that I find unattractive in men. It's not cute. Like, I don't know if you were trying to make her jealous or try to make me jealous. I don't get jealous. I just get gone. You understand what I'm saying? I don't have no reason to get jealous over some shit that is not mine. You understand what I'm saying? If it's community property and everybody can have it, I don't fucking want it. So no different than a man, you no different than a man, you men are out here spreading yourselves thin. That shit is fucking disgusting. Some of the illest shit that the girl said on the show today, but she was like, all three of us need to go to the doctors and get tested. She was like, because not only was he messing with us three, the girl on the show was like, you know, he was messing with a chick off 175th Street talking about, you know, uh, DJ Self in New York. And then y'all wonder why I say that these dirty dick motherfuckers is running around here impregnating girls and infecting black women at the highest possible rate with AIDS because you're out here doing fuck shit. And then, you know, a lot of times younger women... You know, they don't take care of their bodies the way that they should because they don't know any better. They they see a certain odor or they see some shit pop up. They think it's a hair bump. It might not be. So you got to pay attention to the type of young girl that you're dealing with. And another case just came out today that said that 60% of young black women have been sexually abused in some sort of way. So when you ask women like me, which I have not, I, I am very, you know, um, thankful that I have never been touched inappropriately or anything like that, but my mother has. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, growing up with that, you you learn to protect yourself at all costs. So I'm protecting my toto. I'm protecting everything. I'm protecting my heart. I'm protecting my head. So when you do shit like that and you put me in a dangerous situation, which you don't understand was what was going to happen if you would have opened the door, bruh? Like, what was you going to do? Like, were you trying to protect her or were you trying to protect me or were you trying to protect yourself? You should have never did that. And then you try to do that old fuck shit like, can you run to the store and grab me some water? I was like, no, because I'm already here and I told you that I was coming here and I asked you an hour ago, did you need anything? You don't schedule dates like that back to back to back. What the fuck is wrong with you? And then dealing with somebody that's paranoid as me, that don't open up to people, that don't really, you understand what I'm saying? This turned me all the way the fuck off. So, like, we can't even be friends. Unless you talk talking about dropping stacks to invest in my business, we don't have shit to talk about. And you know exactly who the fuck I'm talking about. Since you want to chop out, I just came from a, a, a conversation with a young lady that told me that the, the same cat had offered her and another chick five stacks to do a threesome. I don't want to fucking hear that shit while I'm having my good wine, sipping on some sangria and shit. I don't want to fucking hear that. And I just had lunch with you the day before, so you paying for prostitutes now? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and meanwhile, you telling the story like it was something completely different. I'm not in the streets, but my ear is to the streets. I'm from Niagara Falls. I'm from the 716. Okay, so just because I'm not in the streets don't mean I lost my hood pass. Don't mean I lost my black card. Trust me. I still got it. I'm still a Negro. Okay, so it's not too much that you can do that can get past me. But here's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to avoid looking fucking stupid. And what you just did made me look real fucking stupid. And you make yourself look immature as fuck. You know what? What? Listen, you don't got that kind of money like that to be dealing with bras that are 10 years younger than you that don't bring nothing to the table. They don't be extraordinary looking. They don't have no extraordinary skills like they the, the fucking graduated Harvard at age 21. So what the fuck is really the point? Yeah, you look great for your age, but you used to smoke cigarettes. You out in the streets too much. You doing shit that you shouldn't be doing. You eat fucking out almost every single fucking day. You can't do that. 
You understand what I'm saying? So you're not even taking care of yourself. That's how I know you don't have no fucking woman that really gives a fuck about you. Because if she did, you wouldn't eat out like that. You wouldn't be feeling like that you had to go buy an outfit every time you go to meet abroad. You know, and one of the things that, that, that I have to learn to invest in is time. So if I'm investing my time in somebody, my time is just as important as yours is. So if you can't understand that, don't ever fucking speak to me. You know, just like the the dude that what happened with Boston. I don't have to talk to that motherfucker. I don't have to talk to none of y'all. And y'all get mad at me and keep saying that I'm choosing these people. No, y'all are choosing me and y'all are choosing the wrong motherfucker. Because I'm not going to sit here and let no man that I'm dealing with self-destruct. I'm not going to let you embarrass your fucking self. I'm not going to let you embarrass me. And I'm not going to let you embarrass my family. You're not going to put me in a a situation where I got to go the fuck to jail. Look what you men are doing. You men are putting women in positions where they fighting each other. No, pop this motherfucker in the head. Fuck that. Because I really want to know what was going to happen if you opened the door. Was she going to attack me? I don't know. I don't know this girl. That's your responsibility. You mad fucking messy. And that's what I see when I turn on the television. And a lot of people are out here saying, like, you know, that's not reality. That's not how. Yes, the fuck it is. I don't know what reality you live in. Men do that messy shit all the fucking time. Inviting broads over here because they assume that the other broad is over there. You can't fucking do that. You understand what I'm saying? And then you get mad because you can't find no loyal girl because you're not a loyal dude. You know what I'm saying? And I just think that's social. And listen, here's what's the crazy shit. The dude that I, that I was dealing with, that motherfucker ain't even on social media. Just imagine if he was on fucking social media. Holy shit, his head would be bigger than this fucking house. Okay? It would be. You men have gotten way, way, way fucking confused in life thinking that you the shit. Like, come on now, DJ Sal. Come on now. You know if you've seen him walking over Highland Avenue, none of y'all want to say shit to him. There's no fucking way. You understand what I'm saying? He like just a regular motherfucker from North Avenue. Fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with Peter Gunn. That motherfucker, he looked like somebody uncle. Drunk uncle at the fucking Elks. Y'all know that. So I don't understand, and I know the dick can't be that good. It can't be. There's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. I would, listen, I would put a paper bag over somebody's head to get the dick, just to, just not to have to deal with that bullshit. You know, I don't like drama. I don't like fucking problems. I like if somebody tell me they're going to be somewhere at 5 o'clock, they be there at fucking 5 o'clock. If somebody tell me they're going to do this, they're going to do this. So my whole thing now is like Cardi B said, these motherfuckers don't give a fuck about asking you for no coochie. Don't feel sorry for asking them for shit. If you can't invest in my business, my man, you cannot fucking talk to me. And that's what it is. I don't want to have no conversations about shit. And this is a dude that I sat down and talked with about like, hey, I got an architect that'll come out to Vegas so he can build up my thing so that we can, you know, I can showcase at the magic show. Right now, I'm self-made, not man-made. Let me be clear, okay? But when you get to a certain place, it's kind of, you know, flattering when people are saying, I believe in your business enough that I will invest in your business, which means that you're investing in me, right? So I turn down investment deals because I want to be able to, you know, stand there with my two little coffee mugs, if that's what it is, and be able to say, you know what, I did this on my own. Right. But if, if somebody cares about you and they want to help you, then I would allow it. I would never take money from somebody that I didn't give a fuck about or that I knew, you know what I'm saying, was giving it to me for ulterior motives or for anything like that. Or, or it was just about the money and then like, OK, I chopped you out 10 grand. You know, you got to do this, that and a third. You know, so most of this shit is already taken care of. I mean, we're months away from me opening my little booth, you know, in the in the outlet mall. So I'm I'm just. I'm just a little confused as to I keep going back to what was going to happen if you were to open the door. 
why did you not have that shit handled? And then this is the same dude that called me two days prior to that time out. Don't be taking me to places where you say you be bringing your hoes because I have a running joke that when I go to this bar up here called Wine on Third, it's technically a nice little lounge, just a little wine bar. Mm-hmm. I talk about it all the time. And um, when I go there, they always know me because they always laugh at me because I always bring my little cousins or my friends in there or whatever if they come to town. And he's like, I don't like being compared. This is an issue. You got a lot of fucking nerve telling me what you don't want to be compared to. But yet you continuously disrespect yourself. You're not really disrespecting me because I don't claim you. I'm just like, that's just my friend. We just cool. But we're not even cool right now because you have yet to say, you know, my bad, I'm sorry, and, and I can only hear I'm sorry so many times. The last time I told you about that chicken nugget ass bullshit, because I said you keep fucking with chicken nuggets and then wonder why, wonder why you're starving. You understand what I'm saying? You keep fucking with aluminum foil ass bras and then you be acting like you platinum. It doesn't match. You know what I'm saying? I see a lot of these street cats and a lot of these cats out here, they are defined by who they are as a man based upon the choices that they make in women. Okay, if that makes sense to you. So basically, if you out here thotting and you choosing thought ass bras, and these are the people that you choose to put your dick in with no condom on and impregnate them, you can't talk about that girl to me after the fact. I don't play that shit. You picked her. And what a lot of people don't know is that the reason that I stopped dealing with this cat in the first place is because he didn't have very many nice things to say about the little girl that he was dealing with before, which I happened to work with. I happened to know the young lady. So I stopped dealing with him all that. Off, off that because I'm like damn if he would say that shit about her what would he say about me and then I'd have to beat the fuck out of him that would just be a real serious situation and I have brothers so then it, it goes like you know it, it goes deeper than that and now the little girl thinks I got issues with her because of dude and all this so crazy shit that's not my dude that's community property if you hit it I don't want it you know what I'm saying especially since I hear about where you fucking been through and then he thinks that shit's funny it's not funny black men are out here infecting people with shit because they don't want to go to the fucking doctors fuck out of here one of our first dates got to be at the doctor you talking about all this crazy nasty shit you want to do that means that you done did it before and let's just go to the doctors and go handle this business and make sure that we get these uh mouth swabs so that we can make sure that if anything breaks or anything happens that ain't nobody up in here getting the nutty buddies and dying okay i don't have i don't have these type of fucking games to play you understand what I'm saying? I made it this long. I ain't never even so much as had a half of an applause, a half a clap. I don't play these types of games. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to my little my little Drake hotline bling. I, I'm, I'm going to say this because cause it's sad, you know, when you deal with somebody and you used to talk to them all the time and then it gets reduced to something because they want to act like a fuck boy. You used to call me on my... You used to, you used to... Yeah. You used to call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my love Call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my love And I know when that hotline bling That can only mean one thing I know when that hotline bling That can only mean one thing Ever since I left the city, you got a reputation for yourself now. Everybody knows and I feel left off. Girl, you got me down, you got me stressed out. Cause ever since I left the city, you started wearing less and going out more. Glasses of champagne out on the dance floor. Hanging with some girls I never seen before. Call me on my cell phone 
Late night when you need my love Call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my love I know when that hotline blink That can only mean one thing I know when that hotline blink That can only mean one thing Ever since I left the city, you, you, you You and me, we just don't get along You make me feel like I did you wrong Going places where you don't belong Ever since I left the city, you You got exactly what you asked for Running out of pages in your passport Hanging with some girls I've never seen before You used to call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my love Call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my love And I know when that hotline blink That can only mean one thing I know when that hotline blink That can only mean one thing These days all I do is wonder If you're bending over backwards for someone else Wonder if you're rolling up a bag was for someone else Doing things I taught you getting nasty for someone else You don't need no one else You don't need nobody else, no Why you never alone? Why you always touch a roll? Used to always stay at home Be a good girl, you was in the zone Yeah, you should just be yourself Right now you're someone else You used to call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my Call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my love And I know when that hotline blink That can only mean one thing I know when that hotline blink That can only mean one thing Ever since I left the city That's enough of my drinking and drinking. So I want to get back into how black men looked on television because I'm not done. So now you have the situation where you have um, Richie D, Rich Dollars, and he was dating Monique Slaughter. That was on the West Coast. She's she's like my psycho sister in arms because she's the one that she don't really say much. She just snatched motherfuckers. She don't care. And, um, you know, you feel her pain when you watch the show as well because this is a young lady that's very pretty. She has a very torrid relationship with her mother, and we don't know where your dad is. So, you know, but her and Lil Fizz from whatever the group is called, B2K, whatever they're called, with Omarion and them, they got a, you know, they had a group, so he's trying to do his thing on his own. So now you see Richie Dallas, who had dealt with Mariah Lynn, and he, I mean, it's just too much. And then you had Cisco dealing with Mariah Lynn, and then was also dealing with the other girl from the the group that sings Tata Delicious, and then other women. And then you have Richie D that's now saying, I'm going to go back to Moniece. So 
all the black men on the show, pretty much, with the exception of Papoose, have been ran through. And, I mean, I don't know why no one is discussing that because everybody wants to focus on the women, like, oh, well, this, this, and this. Let me tell you something. Women are ruthless. We don't give a fuck about the next bra. We really don't. If we want you, we're going to have you, and that's just what it is. But like Cardi B said, you know, I'm not – she was like, you know, my biggest revenge, my best revenge, and I always say this, is I'm going to let you have him because I know if he did that shit to me, he's definitely going to do it to you. You know what I mean? So I don't ever worry about my exes disappointing me. You know what I'm saying? You're always going to disappoint the next broad because it, it just is what it is. And then when you get to a certain age, you start recycling motherfuckers. That's what y'all do. You know what I'm saying? That's what y'all do. Y'all keep recycling abroad to death. So I just think that I, you know what I'm saying? I just have come to the place where I just really don't give a shit. It's like, if I hang out with somebody, then we good, you know? But if I don't, then I'm still good with that. And everybody gets into these ruts where they feel like there's nothing worse than a sin of uh, desperation. There really isn't. And hold on one second. We got a call coming in right now. Caller, are you there? Yeah, what's up? Nothing, what's up? Nothing. What, what you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. I was talking about, well, first of all, y'all know this is Saladin because I know the number. But I was talking about um, the Cardi B situation where I just feel some type of way about the fact that when I watched what she said to Peter Guns and then I looked at what happened with Mendeecees, and Mendeecees has um, four different children, three different babies' moms, and then you look at DJ Self, and he had a relationship with Yorma, he had a relationship with Cardi B, and then he had a relationship with this chick named Rose. Then they find out there was another relationship with a chick on 175th. Then you look at Rich Dollars, he had a relationship with Monice, and then he had a relationship with somebody else. Then there was two other women, and then there was Mariah Lynn, and then you look at Cisco. Another black man on the show. He had a relationship with Mariah Lynn, but was also dating the chick that sings that song, Tata Talicious. And then you look at, you know, Peter Guns, and he's got two women pregnant at the same time. And I just said that the only person on the show that did not misrepresent the black man is Papoose. That's Mm -hmm. the only one that was on the show that yeah. really did not embarrass the history of black people in America. Like, yeah. I felt so disgusted listening yeah. to the overlapping of relationships and about how Samantha, which is Mendeecees' baby's mom, did not want to allow little Mendeecees to go to the prison to see his father. And so I was sharing some yeah. of my experiences being a long-distance mom about the fact mm-hmm. that she's dead-ass wrong. And Papoose actually mm-hmm. sat up and said, look, I don't know you, he said, but you do know that the prison systems were set up to keep fathers away from their children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and What's so he- I don't know, I, you know, I'm not crazy, you know, and I also don't like the fact that when guys sit up there and say, well, there must be something wrong with you because all these dudes keep cheating on you. Nah, y'all have motive and opportunity and dicks. So y'all just do mm-hmm. the easiest shit to do instead of doing a hard thing to do, which is to say fucking no. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. We as women, we supposed to do the hard thing every day. Tell these dudes, no, I got a man, you know, I'm loved or whatever, whatever. And these motherfuckers is out here embarrassing the shit out of us. And it just, it made me feel so disgusted. And then this also proves my point that this is why what you see on this love and hip hop, like people say, that's not real, real reality. Well, it's somebody's reality. So you got, you know, 10 people on the show. That's their reality. They represent 10 different mm-hmm. walks of life, 10 different nationalities, whatever you want to call it. And it's still being mm-hmm. affected. And so you have a situation where now people, people don't believe me when I say that black women are the, are the largest growing population of HIV positive people in the, in the mm-hmm. country. And this is why. 
What do you mean we mm-hmm. broke up for a month and you got some chick pregnant? Are you out of your fucking mind? Like, seriously, mm-hmm. like, that is so disgusting to me. And I think that of all of them, DJ Self is the most disgusting to me of all, of all because he doesn't give a fuck. Like, he was laughing well, he at them. Like, a creep. Well, he is so so is Richie Dollars, but Richie Dollars was Richie. Richie's a little bit older than him. Richie was like, you know what? I'm gonna just keep it G with y'all. I love Moniece, and I'm getting back with Moniece. You know, mm-hmm. but Moniece mm-hmm. did a little something. You know, the the thing I tell women about men is that it's not about taming; it's about timing. You know, mm-hmm. I you know, there's men out there that are gonna be dogs, but when they ball start sagging, they start getting a little old. They ain't playing in the <laughs> league no more. They ain't getting that kind of paper. Bras ain't looking at you no more. Don't come checking for me when your ball starts sagging. I don't want it. Nope, I wanted them when they was nice and tight, just like you wanted me when my boobs was tight. Nope, nope. Mm-hmm. It, it, it it's got to be the same. And I think that these <laughs> women they keep playing the waiting game and they keep thinking like, well, if mm-hmm. I just wait it out, get the fuck out of here. I want I want to I want to meet be with you in your prime, just like you want to be with me in mine. Nope. Mm-mm. Yeah, and, I'm and not that's, gonna that's be waiting around so you look terrible in a bathing suit. Mm-mm. That's that's why yeah. I appreciate Bob Papoose because you know he's a five percenter, and mm-hmm. that's typical of the way that we do things. And I'm not saying all of us is like that, but right, right, it's good that he's representing our culture. Family first, way, you know. Yeah, and you know, I know. And not only that, Papoose, like he's, he's you teaching, know, he's taught him well. Yeah, and Papoose, the thing about him, too, is that he stay holding his wife down. So even when Remy Ma feels like, you know, um, you just hating it, you don't like my friends, he was like, no, if they was your real friends, they wouldn't have you in situations that's going to put you back in jail. I need you here with me. The kids need you mm-hmm. here. He was like, I want my mm-hmm. own baby because they have children respectively but not together. So she did it the right way. She said, okay, yeah, we married, but give me my dream wedding. He said, if I give you my dream wedding, are you going to give me my baby? She said, yes. And to me, that's, that's what you do. It's a, it's a, they're already married. You know what I'm saying? But it's a trade-off. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, he does whatever he needs to do to make sure that his woman is happy. He don't really care about, you know what I'm saying, what anybody thinks about it. He don't really care about somebody like, who's going to call him a punk for loving his woman? What you want to do? Love a man? You want to ride around with your mans and them in the car all day? You want to be caged mm-hmm. up with a bunch of dudes in jail? That's what you want? You want to be sitting mm-hmm. in a boardroom with a bunch of dudes all day instead of loving a woman? This is This is what we've come to in black America right now. I I just, it made me so sick to watch that because not one of them dudes was a stand-up dude. You're not a Mm stand-up dude because you can impregnate a bunch of chicks at the same time. And then you want to call Cardi B a hoe because she said, I'm not dealing with no man that can't do nothing for me. She said, you, Mm -hmm. she told Peter Guns, you the type of dude that I be talking about that needs to get used. You'll be quick to ask me for some pussy, but you don't you don't want me to ask you for nothing. And like Remy Ma says, she was like, You're not supposed to have a place to wash your ass. You're not so like the game has changed. If I can't say nothing else, the game has changed. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like now you got all these dudes and I don't even know if this is effective just you know, in California because you know, this is the second Cali cat that came at me, remember last year this time? We was kicking dudes mm-hmm. out the room like, yo, get the fuck out of here. Did you charge some shit on my room? Like, I should have to ask that question. And I'm going to tell you something. You know, Kendra was telling me, and she says, yo, you know, you should go on Shark Tank. And I said, well, you know, retail, because you know I'd be doing all the research. And I said, well, retail doesn't do so well. A lot of people don't like to invest in that because, you know, now you have an inventory issue, whatever, whatever. And then she goes, mm-hmm. because the way that you sell yourself, she says she'd be sitting back like, yo, look at my girl just selling herself because we had um 
we had DJ Booth, who was Nicki Minaj's uh, DJ, when we ran into, uh, what's your friend's name, Born King in Toronto during the uh, the All-Star mm-hmm. break. So, you know, Carmelo mm-hmm. Anthony and them slated to come into the show, into the store Brims, which is at 311 Queen Street uh, Queen Street West, if you guys aren't familiar with Brims, B-R-I-M-Z. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you guys can go on, uh, it's I think it's BrimsOfficial.com, or you could go on my Instagram, they're at Brims, B-R-I-M-Z. So anyway, I brought them some gifts of my Zero Fuck Skull because it was brick cold. It was negative 23 degrees. And so this dude was in there, and, you know, he was the DJ for the thing. And when I say this place is small, I'm talking about it. It's like the size of a kitchen small, but it's Queen Street West, so it's it's prime location. So I see DJ mm-hmm. Booth, he getting ready to buy a Scully, like, straight up. I encroached on the other people, uh, 222. They were actually in there. They're the ones that do those hats with the moniker, the uh the initials of the cities, like they do the NY, Carmelo Anthony wears, and they do the MIA with the real thick silky stitching on the hats and the NYC oh. and all that other stuff. So they was having a um a kickoff party, and DJ Booth was getting ready to buy a Scully. I was like, you ain't got to buy that Scully here. Take mine. So I pulled out my little, you know, my little paper bag that had my shit in it, my giveaways or whatever. He was like, thank you so much, you know, whatever. So, you know, Kendra was like, damn, you just, I was like, but it was a business moment. You think I'm not going to get mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj's tour DJ a zero fuck Scully so he could wear it and tweet it to me? You think I'm not going to get, you know, and he travels all over the world. You know, so you mm-hmm. think I'm not going to give this New York cat one of my pieces? Come on now. You know, we got Ro James that's sitting up there, you know, asking, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, I want to. He was like, how can I get some of your gear? I was like, should I send it to you? So I don't have to talk to nobody who balls is about to be sagging. I don't have to. I don't have to talk to nobody that's on their way to jail, and I don't have to talk to nobody that's embezzling fucking money. I really don't. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I make moves on my mm-hmm. own, and it's unfortunate that, just because I'm out here hustling, don't count my money for me. When you run a business and you're an entrepreneur, aside from the fact that, yeah, I get money and I have a job and I, I keep things I keep things regulated, but I'm good at what I do and I love my job because if I didn't, I wouldn't be there. But at the end of the day, you know, my job keeps me sane. So when I come home and then I'm working my other fifth or fourth job because I got pretty much, what, like five jobs and I'm a mom. That's one of my jobs. So – when I come home, I don't I don't want to have to hear about my dude on the Internet or my dude not doing this or my dude <laughs> talking to me crazy. I'm nice to you. That, Why can't you fucking job. be nice to me, fuck boy? Huh? That, that's, a, that's another job. Yeah, and I but don't need another job. For. I just, I know, and I'm not going to get paid. <sighs> like I said, anybody can give me some head, seriously. Like, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not that serious, yeah. and I just feel like, these do what can you tell me what the hell is happening i blame women a little bit i really do i blame women a little bit for this phenomenon of the fuck boy i really do because i feel like but saladin you a different kind of cat because it's like if a woman would allow you to do that you'd be like uh you'd be like you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i don't like that you might indulge i'm not mm-hmm. saying that you're not gonna do what any other man would do i'm just saying but after mm-hmm. the fact you'd be looking like yeah that's not somebody i could really but what what old girls say? Please don't mm-hmm. spill your seed in me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so how was how was the response to Cardi B? What kind of? Oh my God! Did she get now not they're calling the show, her, but off of the show. Well, off the show, she you know she did apologize to Peter Guns because she was like you know. We both from the Bronx, you know what I'm saying? She said a word on the street is that you do take care of your kids, but he don't look like he got 10 kids money to make, you know? And at the end of the day, I think that a lot of people don't understand that Cardi B's uh, mother's Trini and her father's Puerto Rican. And like she said, she said, you guys make fun of the way that I talk. My mother speaks broken English. She said she's from Trinidad and my father don't speak no English at all. 
You understand what I'm saying? Because he's Dominican. So she's like, you have to understand, or Puerto Rican, I can't remember. But she was like, you, I think it's Dominican, though. But she was like, you have to understand that I speak this way because that's how I was raised. And she has. Both her parents, they still married. You know what I'm saying? So you can't, you know, now it's it's a new breed. It's like she out here doing this for attention and to get money. She's not out here doing it because she's looking for a father figure. You know what I'm saying? At all. So there, there's different reasons. She's just a different type of stripper. So, And she don't even dance no more. But the reaction that the crowd gave was that, you know, she was 100% right. And nobody's checking these dudes. Like, what, what did mm-hmm. we see on that show yesterday, building? He was like, does nobody check you on this bullshit? Remember when he said that to do? Like, don't nobody check mm-hmm. you on this bullshit? Will you come in the office spewing mm-hmm. this bullshit? Like, I feel like I've always loved Cardi just because she's always been a truth teller. But be- she doesn't come across as powerful because she doesn't have letters behind her name or because she, you know what I'm saying, she didn't go to college mm-hmm. or because she didn't write no books or whatever, whatever. So people kind of try to put her opinion to the wayside. But then if I say, oh, my God, I'm the worst person in fucking America, you a hater, you hate men, and, you know, everything else. But she ain't saying no, nothing mm-hmm. no different than I've been saying for years. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, do I believe mm-hmm. that men should be used? No, not at all, because I have a son. And if you try to use my son, I'm beating your fucking ass. And I'm beating your parents <laughs> for raising such a fucking piece of shit daughter like they did if you ever try to fucking use my son. But at the same time, my son's going to be in a position where he know better. Like, you know, well, my mom's work. I don't understand why you can't work. You know what I'm saying? You get to stay at uh-huh. home if you don't just gave birth, and maybe that's about it. You know what I'm saying? But that's between, you know, my son and whoever he chooses. But at the same time, it's important for me to make sure that my son has positive images for black women. So why is it not important for black men to make sure they have that for their sons? I don't get it. Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. like, no, honestly, like, what yeah. do you think is going on? Do you think it's our fault as women, like, that we allow this behavior and we go back to these motherfuckers? Because where I'm from, when you broke up with a motherfucker, y'all broke up for months. Like, I'm talking about, like, months until a motherfucker went out there, got his face smacked into the brick wall, and then came back humbled. Then you took a motherfucker back after he was proposing. Everybody say, oh, how come you got engaged six times? Because that motherfucker fucked up six times. That's why. And that's what it required for me to even fucking talk to you. They knew they had to do something. They was like, fuck this shit. This motherfucker ain't going to talk to me. I think generally just people just don't really have a sense of self or real value. So... You have dudes that's making choices like that, and you got female women that's making choices like that, oh, or so disgusting. men allowing that to happen, or women allowing that to happen because they got low self, faking esteem, or low self esteem. And I don't, you know what? I no think it's really competitive esteem, though. Even though if it's low self esteem, I don't think that Cardi left self because she got low, you know, she got high self esteem. No, 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 no. I don't think that. I think she left that motherfucker because she's like, let me go ahead and do what the fuck I'm doing because I'm doing well without you. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm mm-hmm. at in life. I'm like, if I'm mm-hmm. doing okay without you, what the fuck I, I need you here for? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm she saying? She got some value. She got some value. Yeah, she there you go. She off. has a value. She has a you commerce where she's like, I don't need you to pay my bill. I don't need. Look, this is another thing yeah. I hate. You don't got to tell me I'm pretty. You don't got to tell me I'm cute. In fact, I take offense to that because I'm so much more than all those things that you think I am. But because you didn't get the time to take the time to get to know me, you don't know anything about me. So for as much as mm-hmm. I talk, I don't divulge as much as my personal shit to men as they think that I do. And they be like, oh, you just, motherfucker, you don't know me at all. You know, like I had to tell dude, remember a couple of weeks ago, I said, listen, the reason I don't like talking to men about their finances is because I find it unattractive and I find that it's none of my business. Because if I did mm-hmm. that to you, if I came to you and was talking to you about my finances, oh, I need $25,000 to open my store and this, that, and the third, what you going to say? Wow, that's crazy. Or, you know, mm-hmm. you ain't going to be able to do shit about it. So what the fuck I'm going to tell you for? 
and it's mm. none of your business. But yet, if a dude do it, it's like, oh, well, it's okay. I don't want to hear about your fucking financial woes. It's none of my business. I'm not your girlfriend. And people mm. be like, oh, I thought we was. No, I don't get excited by the title girlfriend. I only get excited by the title partner or wife. I don't give, I don't give a fuck. Look, I have a girlfriend. No homo. Straight up. Okay? Mm-hmm. And her mm-hmm. name is Kendra. That's my bu- That's my best friend. So at the end mm-hmm. of the day, you know what I'm saying? Just like my friends be like, that's why you don't know. That's why I don't what? Mm-hmm. That's why I get to keep my own money at the end of the month? That's why I ain't paying nobody's mm-hmm. cell phone bills? What, what kind of dynamic no... did you notice on the show? How, what kind of dynamic did you notice between, like, with Papoose and the other dudes on the show? Like, do they interact with him? How oh, hell no. Nah. Yeah, hell no, nah, they don't fuck with Papoose. They don't yeah, look. They don't say nothing to him when and and even mm-hmm. he's very well respected. Like they don't say shit to him at all. Like mm-hmm. they just be looking at him like the epitome. You know what I'm saying? They be looking mm-hmm. at him like yeah. you know what I'm saying? And that and see that's the thing that would make me so proud if I was Remy to be looking like not so much that he just held me down, but like these dudes ain't coming for him now. There's a, here's another interesting dynamic. So on the Housewives of Atlanta, Kim Fields' husband is being accused of being, you know, sassy and frissy and a gay. So they was calling him Chrissy. Well, I've always loved Kenya's boyfriend, Matt. Now, he's 13 years younger than her. You know, I'm all for that. But he's very protective of her. He's very manly. And I, you know, Kenya's a lot like me. Like, she's very vicious. She's very, you know what I'm saying? But she comes from a fucked up situation. So you know that when they had the situation where she went to her mom's house in Detroit and her mom didn't open the door and shit like that, I said, and I had to defend her. In that moment, I said, now y'all see why she act the way she's doing, why she cannot keep interpersonal relationships with women because she didn't have that relationship with her mother so it's not that she means Mm. to be a bitch to other women it's that she's never seen that female on female dynamic so i've watched my mother and my aunties interact i've watched them have their little fussing fits and their little fights and then they you know you know i love you i've watched them maybe not speak for a month or so because you know kids got in the way or husbands or whatever and get on the phone like nothing happened for hours at a time you understand what I'm saying? So I've watched my grandmother have interaction with my mother that was not even her biological daughter. I've watched my mother have interactions with my aunties, all of them, and I have a lot, you know, and my uncle. So I know how to interact with women. I know that, you know, maybe if you mm-hmm. hurt somebody's feelings, there's a certain way that maybe you can come back. And that's what makes me and Kendra such great friends because Kendra is not as complicated as people make it seem. She's very feminine. She's very girly. But at the same time, Kendra's a pit bull. You understand what I'm saying? So you have to know how to deal with pit bulls. You can't just put the pit bull in the yard and let him run around for, you know, three days and don't fucking feed the pit bull and don't say nothing to it. You know, and it's funny because when I, uh, we went to, uh, when I went to Puerto Rico, I said to her, I come in there with the bag full of candy or whatever. I said, y'all had one job. I said, you got my friend over here in the corner with an inner tube on and a dress. You know what I'm saying? I said, y'all both had a candy in here. Y'all got her in here drinking rum. And then I said, Kendra, why you ain't stopping? She said, because that's your job. You see what I'm saying? So I like that when we're together, she gets to let loose a little bit. You understand what I'm saying? Because she doesn't have to be in charge of everything. She just be in charge of me for like 24 hours because I be getting my fixing in. And then once I throw up and I'm good, I'm straight, then I'll be straight for the rest of the weekend because I usually don't drink. No, I'll be fucked up. I do. I'll be fucked up. It's tradition. It's just what we do. I'm going to stop drinking tequila in the summertime. But the dynamic, what I loved about Matt, which is Kenya's boyfriend, is that he's very much a man's man. And so... I can see why she was attracted to him, and they were friends for a very long time. She used to, like, flirt with him, work out with him in the gym. 
And so finally he got aggressive and he took her out and then they started kicking it. So she took him to Jamaica, whatever, whatever. So long story short, he fit in well with the guys. He meshed well because he's his own man. That's all I ever want. So Pete this. They was on the show, and Ken Fields' husband said something. He said, well, I'm talking to Kenya. I'm not talking to you, Matt. He said, but I'm talking to you. I said, I know that's right. Don't address women. You know how I feel about that. Like, if I have an issue Mm -hmm. with another woman, you and I can sit and talk. But don't address my man. I'm not going to address your man. Let the men talk about it. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if they have issues that they need to deal with each other, let the men talk about it. Like, I wish a motherfucker would ever lay hands on me, spit on me, do any type of thing. Because guess what? Me and you are not going to have a conversation. You're going to have a conversation with my brothers. So women that do not feel protected in life, but you know before I involve my brothers, they got to be DEFCON 5. Because they don't give a fuck mm-hmm. about going to jail. Neither one, none of them do. They don't care. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying for their sister. Like if I'm asking them to do something, they gonna do it. There's no questions asked. I ain't even gotta talk to my one brother in five years. It don't matter. I mean I've talked to my brother in five years, but I'm just saying, Mark is the one. Mark is the one that's actually more nuts so than David is. Mark is mm-hmm. deadly. David is calculated, but Mark is definitely deadly. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. Michael, he just come in, say the name, and it's it's over. You know, which happy birthday to my brother Michael. His birthday was yesterday. My brother David's birthday was the 25th, and my mama's birthday was the 23rd. So I just feel like mm-hmm. when you are raised by men, which is why it hurt me so bad to see Samantha do that, which is the little man DC's mom, she was so contemptuous. Like, when you when you get over here, we're going we gonna to show it. I mean, she was so contemptuous. And it just, it hurt me because I've seen that look before. And my ex-husband's, you know, new wife has that look for me, that contemptuous look. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, mm-hmm. honey, I, I let you have him. I, I wasn't dealing with that man for years. And, you know, I don't really like to talk about my son's father, my ex-husband, live on air. But just, you know, there's just certain things that he's got to understand that when you're raising little boys, it's so much different. And I don't have a daughter, but I can tell you this, that he noticed when his dad didn't call on Easter yesterday. You know, mm-hmm. so whether that's a holiday mm-hmm. that we don't celebrate or not, he feels like, you know what, dad didn't call me yesterday. But my son respects his father so much that he's not going to address his father. So then it makes me look like a bad person because I have to address it. And then my son lets it build up and then he goes off on his dad. Like when I say goes off, like mm-hmm. goes off. And then his father's mm-hmm. calling me like, I don't know what happened. He's talking to me like this and, you know, mama abuelo and, you know, all these crazy things. And it's because you need to spend time with your son. So you mm-hmm. know me. And, and I just, when I saw that girl like that saying, well, we'll have to talk about it. And then saying to Yandy, you overstep your boundaries. No, honey, overstepping boundaries is when you give children Jehovah Witness Bibles and they're not Jehovah Witness. <laughs> That's overstepping the boundary. I wish that my son's stepmother was in a position where she could pick my son up from school. Thank you. I would be very appreciative. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I wish I was in a position mm-hmm. where, you know, my ex-husband was getting checks because he's on a reality show with his new Like, you understand what I'm saying? With his new wife. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You understand what I'm saying? So I just think that women make it a little bit more difficult than what it needs to be because here I am, you know, whether I get child support or not, my kid eats. Whether his dad sends money or not, my still rock, my kid's still rocking Kohan. You know what I'm saying? Whether, you know, daddy sends money this month or not, my kid's still going to get a custom cake. It doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Because I have a responsibility as a parent. You know, and I don't have no, you know, people automatically assume, like, I have all this money. No, I just make shit happen. I don't, again, I don't get my nails done. I don't get my fucking hair done. This is all my hair on my head. I wash it. That's about all I do. I get it done twice a year. 
you know, but I make sure that my family is taken care of because that's what's most important. You know, I don't go and, and, and run this man back and forth to court. They take me to court because they swear I got $5 more than what I got. Mm-hmm. But it's not what you know is what you can prove. I mean, prove it then. I was poor, you know, but I think that what Pat Pooh said was, you know, was, you know, I, and a lot of people think that I'm a feminist and I'm really not. I'm a traditionalist. And I believe that little boys need their dads just like little girls need their moms. And when you don't have that, you have a fucking problem, you know. Yep. So so let me get this straight. Mendeecees, little Mendeecees is, you know, nine, ten years old, so his dad's going to be in jail for eight years. You're not going to let your son go see him for eight years? Are you out of your fucking mind? Whether he's in prison or not, there is a lesson that is to be learned. You understand what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you, when they don't have their dads, like, they act a fucking fool. Like, they really do. Mm-hmm. And my son ain't even 12 years old yet. And he done started with the mouth. And then I'd be like, nope, you can go stay with your dad. Because his dad don't put up with that shit. His dad be like, you know. But his dad is actually the softer parent. His father, you know, he's got his dad wrapped around his finger. You know what I mean? But it's getting him there. And a lot of women don't understand that. There are some women out there, ex-wives, you know, baby mamas, whatever, whatever, that want nothing more than for you to spend time with our kids. And everything isn't on your fucking terms. You have to, I always put my son first, no matter what. My son is smart, and I don't want to have to explain that to my child ever, that, that I, you know, that I did something or kept you from your dad. You understand what I'm saying? I don't ever want to have to say that. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. that was done mm-hmm. to me when we were kids. You know what I'm saying? And it it comes out. You know what I'm saying? So I try to make sure that I'm I'm able to do things. But this year, like I was saying on the show, I have to start adulting. You know what I'm saying? And just bucking up and, and, and punching people back in the face. Mm-mm. Pushing back. You know, I let a lot of shit slide because, you know, I'm still in mourning. I don't give a fuck. It might take me 10 years to get over this. But, you know, I'm still in mourning. I haven't been showing my face as much on social media, but that's going to change soon. But because um, I'm just focused right now, I have to adult. So when I have to adult, I can't be on social media as much like Drake said. Y'all motherfuckers be worried about what's on your timeline. That's cutting into my time. You know what I'm saying? I don't have time to be all like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. So I just think now I also was talking about the situation the other day where I was telling you about old boy where I went by his restaurant. What the fuck do you think about that situation? Like, and I had to I had to talk about it because I just because I know that he listens to the show and I wanted him to understand like that what the fuck is wrong with you and you wonder hmm. why that I don't talk to hmm. people like what do you think he was trying to accomplish by that you know I'm the Tasmanian devil he should know I me and him play fight all the time he know I got hands you understand what I'm saying like what was gonna happen if you would have opened the door and the little girl would have came out like what was she gonna try to fight me now I gotta call my sister like what are you talking about I'm old enough to be somebody's mama this is too much yeah, all of that is a waste of time there That's you go basically comes down to But why would he even do all that? Like, was he trying to be funny? Well, I don't know. Well, regardless of what it is, he's going to find out what the result is from doing that. Well, he called the other day. I didn't pick up the phone. I'm just like, we don't have nothing to talk about. I didn't even fucking respond. Yeah, but I don't know. To me, it's just a waste of time. It is, and it's so sad because it seems so promising. But can you tell me this, Saladin, because Kendra had to tell me the other day, what is it about me that I keep, like, choosing these men that are, like, promising and then, 
y'all see it coming a mile away like this shit ain't going to work. And then I'll be like, no, I'm just going to let it ride. And then I'll just be like, fuck that motherfucker. Like, what's happening? Is it because, hmm? You you just be looking at it like what you want to get out of the situation. True. That's that's what you be looking and at. And that's what Kendrick don't and understand. I always get what I want out of the situation. Don't get it twisted. I will always get what I want out of the situation, whether it was a sandwich, yeah. some sex, whatever the fuck it was I wanted. Yeah. I'm going to get what I want, and then the moment I stop having fun with it, I'll be done with it. And I think that that's why yeah. people can't. You know, they they try to think that maybe it was more special than what it was, and it really wasn't because I'm sick. So I don't really give a fuck about you once I get what I want. Right. And because money is never my goal, I'll never be satisfied. You understand what I'm saying? So unless you go sit the fuck down for me or put your life on the line for me or be willing to die for me or kill for me or some shit like that, you're not fucking special to me at all. And I don't think that people understand that. I think they really think that because maybe we shared a moment, we shared some wine, or we shared, you know, two hours, whatever, or a cab, that, that it was more than what it was, and I don't think it is. Yeah, I'm sick. My, my thing is, when I look at <laughs> it, I'm know. like, my, the first thing I look at it, like, okay, what does this person actually have to offer her a year mm-hmm. from now? Just even just minimum. Oh, you know they don't now. make it a year. You know that. You know what I'm <laughs> so when they I look don't make at it that, I'm hour. like, this shit ain't worth it. This shit ain't worth it. You got to have fun with it for a minute and shit, but I know yeah. that shit ain't going to last. Because I don't see anything that they could actually offer you. At all. They and can't it, even offer so, you conversation outside of you talking about something average. You know no, remember last year when we was in Cali and old boy was in the bed eating pizza and shit? We came back from dinner at Villa Blanca over in uh, Beverly Hills. And I was like, Hell you yeah. didn't even stand up to meet my friend. Remember, I was just sitting there and you was like, this ain't yeah. going to work. Yeah, you was yep. like, this ain't going to work. Remember, you said you heard me kicking him out of the room from down the hallway and shit. I was throwing yeah. shit down the hallway. <laughs> He's like, you can get the fuck out of here. No, I said, I just want to go outside. Look, I remember I was like, I just want to talk to you outside because I feel like we're in an enclosed space. And people don't understand, like, I will fight. I don't care. I will fight you, and I shouldn't be that way. But he had irritated me so bad with the, you know, trying to charge shit to my room. But remember two days later we found out he was trying to charge shit to my room, didn't even know my real name and shit, which is, again, like I tell you, my name is not Denise Scott. It's Denise. But Scott was mm-hmm. my, my maiden name. It's not. I kept my married name, and then, you know, we'll we'll get rid of that soon enough. But it is what it is. But it was just so terrible because this is a motherfucker that knew that when he saw me, that he was just like this. He knew it wasn't gonna work. There was no way he was gonna be able to pull that shit off. And you, you couldn't even take an Uber to the to the crib. Remember, he was stalking me from the moment we landed. I was like, dude, didn't I tell you? You know how I be talking to these people. I was like, didn't I tell you I was going to the beach? Mm-mm. And I'll call you when I get back. He's like, but I needed to catch a ride because wait a minute, I don't want to hear about that. I was like, I don't want to yeah. hear about that. And Kendra said, you need to figure out why you keep attracting broke motherfuckers. It's not that they be broke. They be talented as shit. But what did you say? It's a, it's a time management thing. It's not really a money thing. It's mm-hmm. a time management thing. Cause we all got the same 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Nope. I don't think it's that I go slumming. I just think that, well, that particular person was actually, you know, for the record, he was an author. He was who he said he was. He was an author, but he did. He had poor time management skills. He had a couple of kids. He had custody. You know what I'm saying? He had women issues. And same thing, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and I see you posted that the other day. You know, his Mm -hmm. shelter was in danger. That's a problem. Mm -hmm. So if that's not intact, you have a problem. Mm -hmm. You know, money comes later. 
you can't be so free with everything if your number one resource, which is shelter, is in danger or is threatened. You know, car, people don't even need a car. New York City people ain't got cars. You know, that that's, you know, a car is an easy fix. You throw 500 down, you get you a payment. But, you know, I don't know. And I think that, but I do think I attract extraordinary men. I just think either I'm too much or they're not enough. I don't know. Because remember the other dude that we met out there, and he comes right up to me when we were at the W at the rooftop, and he's just like, yo, your energy, Stevie-O. He still follows me. Yeah, he still follows me on um, the Mexican dude. Yeah, the Mexican dude. He still follows me on uh, Instagram and shit. He's like, hey, beautiful. You know, he just went to some retreat out in Arizona or whatever. We need to get him on the show. Ow! You know this cat just came and scratched me in my back. <laughs> While I'm sitting in the chair, she just rolled up on me and scratched me in my fucking back, fucking asshole. That's why my cat's name is Psycho. Actually, it's Boom's cat, but whatever. She's going crazy. But anyways, um, but you know who I really liked the vibe of? Remember Ezra? Mm-hmm. Big Bill Ezra, and you was with your homegirl, and you was like, yo, see how they be rolling up on her and shit? The dude that was in The mm-hmm. Walking Dead and all that stuff, and he's like, we've seen each other before. I'm like, yeah, in Tampa, we've met, whatever, whatever. I think that he'd have been a good specimen, but I just, I can't date an actor. I can't do it. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, you don't know Mm-mm. what fucking role they playing and shit. That's what I'm saying. I know, right? Like, do you like me or for real? Or are you just playing? Like, you know, I, but he definitely didn't have any financial issues, that's for sure. Now, the other thing I was saying last week is I said, you know, I'll be trying to give y'all regular motherfuckers a chance. I said, so I don't want to hear it, you know, when we embark on the next journey, which is opening the store, which is going to put me, you know, in contact with different levels of people. I am going to start doing a little bit more purposeful traveling. So I took a lot of trips off the map this year, Boston being one of them. I spoke about that. We're taking California off the map because Boone wants to go to Texas to see his dad. I said, well, you're not going to do both. Because, you know, when I go to Texas, I got to, you know, book a place and I have to, you know what I mean? So, and then um, I'm taking Kentucky Derby off the plate this year just because, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have to adult. I have to get this goddamn store open and we're not going to be. And thank you for doing my logos for me today for the drop tags and everything Mm -hmm. else because people think it's just Mm -hmm. so easy. I'm not going to put out a product and it still has Gildan on the tag. You know what I'm saying? And I don't use Gildan, I'm just saying. As an example, you want to charge somebody $100 for a T-shirt that still has the tag on the inside. That's not cool. Yeah, selling T-shirts mm. at a funeral, out of the back of your yeah, You're going at a funeral. to hell. I, you know I told somebody that they didn't even believe me. I said, I swear to God, this motherfucker popped his trunk and was selling T-shirts at the funeral. But you know what's really good about it is that I have not had not one person say that I was not going to be successful with the brand. I have not had not one person say that they would not rock my shit. And that means a lot, you know, because even from street cats to, you know what I'm saying, to church cats to, you know, whatever. I'm like, you sure you want to rock this and you in the church like that? You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I'm definitely sponsoring mm-hmm. that team for uh, Ride for Roswell for my people. You know, my dad died at Roswell Cancer Institute. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to come up out this morning. But everybody knows that when I come up out of morning, I'm coming out guns blazing. And it's going to be pew, 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 pew. And it's, it's going to be nonstop for like a year and a half. Um, but I just realized that I don't, and it's funny because, like, I don't have issues with being lonely. That's not the issue. I have an issue with being able to depend on people. And it's kind of fucked up when mm-hmm. the only people, that, like, if, if all I can depend on is you and Kendra and my family, why would I fuck with anybody else? 
It's like, mm. it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't mm. entertain certain shit because it's like, if I can't go to my dude and ask him, like, babe, damn, I, I got a flat tire. Um, I don't get paid till Friday. Let's just say that was the case. If he can't hold me down, then who the fuck am I supposed to go to? You put me in a situation mm-hmm. like I'm really upset about the fact that this. I don't. I, do you think that he knows that I'm really sick or he or sick or does he think I'm playing? The restauranteer oh. dude, the the restaurant dude. Like what? What the fuck was the purpose of that? Like what if I were to hit this little girl now? I gotta go to jail. Was you gonna bail me out? Like these are things I need to know. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? I would never put a man in a position where he gotta argue. Like if I put another man in the room with my ex husband, it's going down. Because, first of all, he's going to look at you like you ain't shit. He's done it before. He's going to talk about you like you crazy. He's going to be like, my ex-wife ain't going to marry you. She ain't going to be with you. And he's remarried. So, you understand what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. he's 6'5", 280. You understand what I'm saying? You ain't going to say shit to my ex-husband in the room. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to say shit to Gary in the room. And he's little. He'll be like, Pfft. you know what I'm saying? He don't care. Mm-hmm. And everybody always like, why you keep going back to him? Because if you've seen the fuck shit that I have to deal with, then you would know why. But I don't take that motherfucker seriously either. Mm-mm. I don't take him seriously either. He has not. I keep telling him, I said, where's my collateral? He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you old as hell. You know exactly what I mean, collateral. I told you I wear a size 7 ring. I don't know what to tell you. Because <laughs> you of anybody, you have got the most of my time. If it's going to be talking about anything, it's going to be a marriage, and that's going to be it. He's like, I told you to come the fuck home. I ain't got no home in Florida. Not with you. You know what I'm saying? I told you to find me a house. You didn't do it. And that's what I mean. So here I am talking about houses with this dude, and this dude over here telling me his Hyundai blew up. I don't have time for this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't. I can't even have conversations with these motherfuckers. It's just like, you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? So I'm like, let me just focus on work getting this girl's book out, you know what I'm saying, and getting this store open. Like, I don't even know what else. You know what I'm saying? I think it's just exciting to embark on a new journey. We're both getting ready to um, rebuild both of our houses. We're getting ready to go get our houses in two weeks, and I think that's going to be an exciting time. So hopefully that will keep me preoccupied. And then there's always youngin'. You know, one thing I like about youngin', and another thing that a lot of men don't understand is women don't like inconsistency. Oh, it's so unattractive. It's it, it's mm-hmm. the worst thing like ever like it's worse than cheating because it the the inconsistency is what leads us to believe that you're cheating in the first place, mm. you know. So it's like mm-hmm. at least with young and if I say young and can I use your um your vehicle to help you know to do some moving or whatever whatever he's like yeah you know and I was like well when can we switch cars so you could take mine and go get clean these are the things that I miss about having a man about having somebody around the house that somebody takes my car and goes and gets it detailed and then you know I take their truck we switch off for the day they bring it back it's you know full of gas and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a problem going and buying a man a T-shirt. I own a goddamn a clothing company. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have a problem mm-hmm. doing anything for any man, but I have to feel that it's going to be reciprocated. And I think that in this day and age, I think everybody is so scared. I think, especially the restaurateur, I think that he was genuinely terrified of me. I think that he was like, this is a motherfucker that is really not putting up with my bullshit. So either I'm a fly rider, mm-hmm. or I got to let her go, and, and I just leave. I don't give a motherfucker the opportunity to let me go. I just leave. Yeah. Well, he, he might just be in a different place in his life, too. Who? The guy you the talking restaurant about. The restaurateur? Yeah, he just may be in the, a different place in his life right now. Oh, he definitely is. He's eight years younger than me, and that's okay. 
you know, but just don't waste my time. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if I'm going to be a food digger and all we do is go eat and just chill and shit and talk bullshit, that's fine. But he always, everything for him is a competition, and you cannot compete with me. You can't. I am a girl. I'm a female. And, and I don't want none of your kids. I don't want none of your money. I don't want to suck your dick. I, I don't want to do any of those things. I don't even really want to see you naked. I just want to look at your face. You got a nice face, you know? So just like you like to look at females, whatever, whatever, I like to look at men, too, because I'm not gay. So, therefore, you understand what I'm saying? Like, men have to understand that sometimes we use y'all, too, and it's not all about money. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't need no money from this dude. Now, if you want to invest, that's fine, but I might not even take your money. It might be dirty. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because if you can't control your hoes, you can't control nothing in business at all. You can't. Like I said, I said, all my pages is open. I wish any one of mine would ever come on one of my... And I have exes that are actually my friends and follow me on my pages that knew me in my mm. 20s, knew me in my 30s, dated me after my divorce. They on my pages, they don't say shit because we didn't end that way. We didn't end poorly. You understand what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. if we did end, it was either because of timing or they fucked up or whatever. It was never because I went to the left or it was because they were younger because, you know, I like the young and, you know. Mhm. But they always come back. They always make themselves known. But they have never came out and be like, "Yeah, you know, remember that time we was bitch? What? Delete. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Never. Yeah. Have they ever done that? Whereas these dudes, they be you know dealing with these little young jealous girls, these Tatianas, and they get jealous, and then they'll they'll you know try to make their presence known. I don't need to make my presence known. Mhm. At all. You know what I'm saying? At all. I don't need to make my presence known at all. If you don't know who I am, that wasn't my responsibility to tell you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I just mm-hmm. feel like I was just very sickened by that whole thing. And then I feel like a lot of men try to blame women for why they cheat. Do you think it's women's fault why men cheat? The man cheated. Right. That, that was his choice to do that shit. Exactly. You know what I mean? At the end of the day. But here's what I'm saying. Why everybody try to act like they a player when the illest player shit ever. And you know how I love my Donald Goins books, my Iceberg Slim book. You supposed to bring me that book. You know that, right? Was it Trick Baby you were supposed to bring me? I got I got that and I got um Pimp. Pimp. Pimp is the one I did not see. That's where he talks about his mom, right? Mhm. Yeah, I didn't. I, I read Trick Daddy or Trick Baby, but I didn't read Pimp. And what a lot of people don't understand is that it, you're not a real pimp unless you let everybody know what's going on and let them choose to be with you. That's where that whole we mm-hmm. chose each other, you acting like you chose me, that's where that comes from. So it doesn't matter whether I chose you or whether you chose me. What matters is that we chose to stay together. So just like, you know, and, and I have to give her credit for this. Mickey Moscato had made a comment where she said, you know, she had did these little videos, and she was kidding. I know her, so I know she was kidding. And she was like, you know, y'all should be um, buying the side bitches. Um, I need to I need to do a, a I need to get her on the show, but I also need to do a, a sound drop, sound bite, where she was like, y'all bitches need to be um, thankful for the side bitch. Take her to get a Manny and Petty because, you know, she helping you out or whatever. And so bitches was like, you co-signing being a side bitch. She said, no, but you did. She said, so you found out your dude was cheating. She said, yeah. And you took him back. She goes, yeah. She goes, so you accepted the side hold in because he wasn't going to stop messing with the side bitch. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I said, she mm-hmm. got a point. 
You understand what I'm saying? That's why I don't take them motherfuckers back. I'll be like, nope, burn to hell, bitch. And motherfuckers be so mad at me for that because I'm like, dude, when you cheat on a female, you're putting my life in danger because I know what you like to do to me. So if you like to put your places, your face in, in my unmentionable places, then I know you're doing that shit to her. Don't be trying to say, like, dudes be trying to act like, yeah, but I didn't go down on her. Bitch, I don't give a fuck what you did. You gave away penis that had my name on it. I've had a motherfucker cheat on me that had my name tatted on him. So I don't trust none. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit don't mean nothing. I told my you have to tap my name on your face for me for me to ever trust you again. And it'll never happen. Mm-hmm. But let me ask you this, L.D. Why do you think all my exes be coming back? They'll wait some years, but they do come back. It's because they, they, they face hit the brick wall. Yeah, sad. There's a lot of things that you see anyway. Stuff that's in advance. They just not uh-huh. at a place where they can understand it. The good thing is they do come back and confirm things that you told them years ago. Yeah, yeah, and they do come back and they do apologize. Some one took ten years, another took seven years, another took five years. They do come back and they do apologize. And but what a lot of women don't understand is that like I hate when bitches be like, "That's why you can't keep a man." No, a man can't keep me. That's the difference. I could keep a man, right? But why would I do that? I'm a female. A man can't keep me. That's the difference. Motherfucker, you ain't paying off student loan bills and shit like that. You ain't got to like that. And even if you did, I'm still not going to do what the fuck you tell me to do unless it's something that I want to do. That's where you motherfuckers get confused and shit. Like, I don't have to play second fiddle to nobody but Jesus and your mama and maybe your kids if you got some. So, you know, and then a lot of these dudes not understanding that there's dudes out there right now that don't even have children. So people always ask me, like, would you have another baby? I said, well, shit, I don't really want to, but if the dude that I'm with doesn't have any children, of course. And then the people that do have kids are like, you want more kids? I'm like, no. That's fucked up. You don't want no kids? I mean, motherfucker, kids ain't all about love and Skittles and fucking layettes and, and, and babies are us. Get the fuck out of here. Kids hurt. You're not finna fuck my body up so you can go cheat on me with a motherfucker that got my body currently. Fuck out of here. No. Mm-mm. You want me to give you life, but you can't give me no ring. Get the fuck out of here. I'm convinced that when I do get married, it's going to be a split decision as well. It's going to be like some, oh, and by the way, <laughs> I went down to the Justice of the Peace in a suit and shit and got married. We're going to have a party next week on a boat. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is going to happen. Don't you? Shit. I just hope it's somebody that could add on. Well, you know I wouldn't do it if it wasn't. It's probably going to be on TMZ. You know that. It's going to be on TMZ. Motherfucker's going to be like, this motherfucker. Huh? (laughs) That's the only way. That's the only way. I I know that my next marriage is going to be on TMZ. I know it is. I already know it is. You understand what I'm saying? That's if I choose to do it. And it's going to be quick. It's going to be some Chloe and Lamar Odom shit before the crack. Before the crack But I mean I just feel like I'm in a happy place I'm good I don't need You know and I hate to say I don't need a man But I don't need a man's bullshit That's that's what I really don't need You know mm-hmm. And I'm I'm shallow So I do like him to look a certain way But at the same time If you make me feel a certain way It doesn't really matter What you look like But I just get tired of turning on the TV And you black men confirm everything I tell these little girls all the time Which is focus on your paper Not these dudes you understand what I'm saying? Because if you always focus on your paper, you ain't got to worry, but the men will come. You know what I'm saying? When you can afford to, to sit in first class, that's where they be at. When you can afford to jump on planes and go out of town real quick, that's where they be at. When you can afford to, you know, fly somebody out to Vegas with you and shit just so you can have a companion or whatever, whatever, just as a surprise, then that's what you do. And let's be clear, Vegas is $350. Vegas ain't no fucking, you know what I'm saying? 
millions of dollars and shit. Don't get excited. You know, right now, the next trip I think I'm going to take is um, we got New Orleans coming up. We got Vegas. I wanted to go to Vegas into April, but I have to adult. We got a house to buy. You know what I'm saying? We have a studio to build inside the house. We have art studio. We have furniture to buy and everything else. So, you know, I'm looking at adulting and shit, 2016. We got to pay for boom, you know, education and shit, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm out here by myself on this peninsula, mm-hmm. on this island and shit. And then we got to open the store. So I'm terrified at the same time. But I think once I get pushed off the cliff, I'll be straight. And then after that, we'll do the inline store. And then after that, it's going to be a situation where I get to take the summers or the winters off, you know. And travel, and that's really that's really my dream. You know, I was thinking about it long and hard today. I want to be in a position where I can say, you know what, I want to go to the crib out in Malibu for a month, and then I'll be back. You know, I want to, or Santa Monica, you know, which is a little bit cheaper than Malibu, and you ain't got to drive through the canyon. I want to be able to say, you know what, I went down to Florida for a month. You know, opened up mm-hmm. shop down there. I went over to London for a month. I ain't fucking with Paris right now, but, you know what I'm saying, may everybody that passed away in that tragic uh, incident rest well, but... Mm-mm. I ain't fucking with France right now. You mm-hmm. know, I want to be able to say I went to Amsterdam for a month. You know, Paris, my my best place would be to stay in the uh, second or third arrondissement. You know what I'm saying? And go over there and see the Louis Vuitton stores and the Cartier stores, and you know, go and read just in the streets and just eat pastries and shit all day because that's the kind of pig I am. <laughs> and drink, mm-hmm. and drink wine all goddamn day. You know, but right now it's not safe. You know. So these are things that I want to do because I can't think of anywhere else in the world that I would want to live, live besides here to make this my home base. And so I'm very proud of our city. I'm very proud of 716, but I'm just not proud of how black men are looking because I didn't even look so much at the women like y'all stupid. I looked at these men like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Where's your dad? Where's your mom? Was your mom a thought too? Like, I don't, you understand what I'm saying? Do you think that the mother has some influence on the child as to how they grow up viewing women? Like, it's just y'all a dime a dozen, really? Shit, the mother, the father, the grandmother, the grandfather, shit, their yeah. whole family, their whole family dynamic have some influence. But ultimately, you choose. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I agree you with too. that. You coming by the and studio? Yeah, yeah, I'm just up here just uh, uploading something on my computer right now. Yeah, because the wine is here at the studio, and we got work to do. Because people, people seem to think that, because I, I learned a lot. Listen, I know this is going to sound crazy. I learned a lot from Drake, <laughs> that you just drop bombs and shit. You know what I'm saying? And Kendra was telling me that I should just start telling motherfuckers, like, yo, I work over here. You know what I'm saying? And stop telling people that I'm a writer. I said, but Kendra, I'm very proud of what I do. She said, but Denise, when you say you're a writer, they think New York Times bestseller. I said, but I never say that. I'm Googleable, yeah, for sure. But, you know, she was like, nope. The minute that you tell a motherfucker that, you know, because she was like, Denise, you tell people that because you want, you think that the men that you're talking to are on your level. And she was like, so you, but I'm very proud of my accomplishments because I remember when I was just Denise. You understand what I'm saying? And before I was a writer, when I was just a mom, when I was just, you know, now I'm 50 million things to 50 million people. And I thank everybody that tunes into my show every week that that DMs me questions and that confides in me because I don't know what I did to deserve that level of trust, but I do thank you. But, you know, it's so I feel like I could never quit this show. Like I was thinking about like what happens. Remember we talked about this when we first were going to start the show and I said, but what if I run out of topics? She was like, you better have six months worth of topics ready. (laughs) 
you know, because we wanted to start an online magazine. A lot of people don't know that, you know, thwarted dreams are nothing more than, you know, the pathway to, to what you're supposed to be doing. So I'm glad we didn't start the online magazine because, me personally, I still like to feel a paper in my hands. I still get all my periodicals and, you know, do my research. But I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, Drake taught me a lot as far as, like, dropping bombs and just being able to drop shit and then motherfuckers not know, like, where that shit is coming from. Like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? This motherfucker just dropped another, you know, just dropped another track. He just did this he just did that but mm-hmm. I feel like that um and so I learned a lot from that so do you think Kendra's right in saying that I should like you know with like I don't like to feel like I need to dumb myself down to talk to a man but Kendra says that she feels like I should tell them less about me and just be like oh I work over here or whatever and you know I'm a mm-hmm. single mom whatever whatever and then she was like when they find out you're a writer and you have a radio show or you own your own you know clothing line that it'll be a pleasant surprise do you agree with that Oh yeah cuz if you tell them your life story they could sit and try to shape and mold themselves into your image and likeness You mm. know what I'm saying that that I don't do that shit. Like, I don't be I don't be telling people shit I just be like oh for real Okay and just get to know them and if they get to know me, that's good. If they don't, shit, I'm going to just show them whatever they want to see, which is all that they interested in. You know what I'm saying? I don't offer no information. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. So I shouldn't offer the information. I should just be like, I'm just Denise from Niagara Falls. I work in retail. Mm-hmm. Should I just start saying that? I work in retail? Yeah, I just listen to them. Well, see you know they they're going to ask. Because yeah, I'm like, this yeah. is like the second time somebody tried to get some guap from me. Not the restaurant tour. The restaurant tour, he has his own, you know, his own money. And it's unfortunate that he's blinded by that because he thinks that that means something in life, and it really don't. And, and, and as far as competing with me when money is concerned, you shouldn't compete with women over money. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to end the show. I'm looking forward to you coming by the studio so we can okay. sit down, chop it up, finish these drinks, so you can actually see physically what I was talking about because it's on demand right now. Okay. All right, and then you got to finish watching okay. that series Billions with me, so I'll be expecting you then. Okay. Yeah, All right, over there I will talk day. to you soon. And, right. guys, make sure you tune into my show tomorrow, Tell the Truth Tuesday, but I'm going to lead a show 20 seconds with Amy Winehouse, Stronger Than Me. All men should be. Just to be stronger.